Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome to Boobays. Boobays, that's right. We're your hosts. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. And today we're here to talk to you about a lovely bloody time. Yeah, a very bloody Valentine um, yes. in honor of Valentine's Day that has just passed. We wanted to cover the 1981 Canadian slasher film directed by George Mahalka. And written by John. Mahalka's how I was guessing. Mm-hmm, John Beard. And um, it is My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. Um, which is Starring such a... Paul Kilman, Lori mm-hmm. Hallier, Hallier, and Neil Affleck. Mm, I wonder if there's any relation. Um, I know, me too. I saw that and thought, I wonder if I should click on his name. Click and it. And then I didn't. Nope. I don't see any relation whatsoever. Um, oh, he's worked as an animation timer and director on The Simpsons and Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Wait, is he dead? No, he's still alive. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we are um, basically following... Oh, it's kind of like your classic 80s vibes type of slasher film. And we follow a group of oversexed and horny tea I, I'm, they're teenagers right because <laughs> it, it's um, giving like they're 20 year olds or they're all drinking beer so never mind I don't yeah know. they could but, but like the, the way they were they were all town life yeah because they were like, they were treated they like like but the way they kept think, calling them like kids and stuff and son yeah mm-hmm. I called them kids in my notes but I think that they're Me more too. like in their 20s Right? Like young adults? Yeah. YA. Which is kids to us, because now we're old. That's true. Um, And uh, we have a killer who is on a bloody rampage, who is getting... um, It's not necessarily revenge. Is it avenging? It's no. It's just a lunatic who doesn't like dances. No dances for nobody. No dancing whatsoever. Yeah, very much so. Um, and yeah, is there anything else you want to add 
before we jump right uh, in? Just that we're back, baby. We are back. Oh, yeah, that's right. We've been kind of... We've been on a very long hiatus. Yeah, just taking a little creative break. For those of you who don't know, I moved out of Waco, and now I live in DFW. Yeah, so now we have to record this cross, cross country. Cross straight? Yeah. Cross uh, I-35. <laughs> and, yeah, cross um, I-35. <laughs> and we, I'm still in Waco, so we're making it work. But we also have had some life changes as well um, and have had a really good, um, I'd say, time to just kind of refresh and now be excited and ready to like uh, tackle a, another New Year boo base and watching a whole bunch of scary movies. Yep. Quite a list we've got. Um, but yeah, um, my bloody Valentine, you want to le- take us away? Oh goodness. Can you hear the cats using their litter box? <laughs> no, I-, I actually couldn't hear. You gave okay, yourself away. I can hear it. And as I'm in my closet, I have to record and mm-hmm. I wanted to try in my closet today to see if it would make better, less sound than mm-hmm. yesterday's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, the cat's litter box is right in the bathroom because my closet's attached to the guest bathroom. Yeah. And so... It's, it, it's fine. Okay. These mics are really good at not... Because all yesterday, the dogs were barking and you couldn't hear it, could you? No, but I also... I have my headphones attached to the mic. So I can hear myself... And then you're oh. a little muted. Oh, interesting. Because I'm trying to hear what is being picked up and I'm hearing I'm hearing the scratching of their litter box through mm-hmm. the headphones. So I don't know if yeah. it'll pick it up or not. Hopefully not. Anyways, we uh start off in a mine and it really just gets right to it. There was no like credits or anything really i mean there were some but i Mm -hmm. was we got like the whatever film house it was um Mm -hmm. the production company yeah little one of like one of those and then Mm -hmm. it just went right into the movie and i was like i'm used to there being like four different production companies on things now Mm -hmm. and there being a whole lot of like to do before the movie even starts and this one just was like one of them and then it just went right into it i was like oh okay we're here we're doing this we're down under and it's i wasn't i wasn't ready i didn't have my notes (laughs) up and stuff i was like ah i had to pause it no lube whatsoever dry bones well dog in it we are in here and we are in the mine and someone's getting freaky in the mines someone's getting south i was not expecting that um yeah me mainly i also just thought they were all men and i thought they were all just going down there and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden she takes her top off and it's boobs and i was like what the hell Mm -hmm. i was a little shocked um, someone's uh having some frisky time on company time maybe it wasn't even company yeah. time but they are having some sexy time down there and um you know it's very like 1980s we're gonna zoom in close on the body and on her and her panties you know and yeah she had her boobs out 
good and, uh, starting it with a classic boob shot. And a lot of weird, like, fondling of the mask and, like... Yeah, it was um, very sensual. And then mm-hmm. the way that she was stroking the gas mask was, like... A bit reminiscent of a penis. Yeah, it reminded me of the shower scene in Carrie. Mm, mm-hmm. At the beginning, yeah. just with just all the bit. sensual shots. I mean, and not as we say... I and think, the breathing. Oh the cats are like climbing the clothes. Oh. They're, bleep, and bleep. then I still have, I'm transported stuff in trash bags. Mm-hmm. Like wrapped my clothes up in trash bags and brought them. Mm-hmm. And so I still have some things in trash bags and they're crawling on the trash bags right now. And then I now one it. just dropped down next to me. I heard Maybe the recording in the closet isn't a better idea. No, I think it was better where you were at the last episode. Should I stop and move? It is up to you. Is it... Would we need to restart? No, I don't think so. We can just keep going. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think you're... Okay. What was that? It sounded like something like... Like squealed. Oh, I don't know. Oh, maybe that was me. Anyways, um, we are um, getting all sexy and sensual with the mask miner guy. And then out of nowhere, when it seems like they're about to get even hot and heavy, he just snaps and pushes her up against the uh, the wall. And I'm assuming there's like something there or something or. Yeah. So earlier, whenever they he put the like, axe there. off her top, he put the axe down yeah, there and it. it's a pickaxe. So it's mm-hmm. got a pointy end on the one side Mm -hmm. and it zoomed in she had like a little heart tattoo on over her heart that was cute yeah and then he just like apparently the tattoo pissed him off (laughs) and that's what it seemed like because he like was like stroking the tattoo and then he was just like yeah and (laughs) kills her yeah um but yeah he had Mm -hmm. pushed her up against the back of that pickaxe I think it's it's called a pickaxe, right? I think it is. Yeah, and she, um, you know, starts to let out her very uh, well practiced screen. Uh, what's it called? Screen queen, screen, screen queen, uh, sque- screen. Oh, say that six times. That? Screen. Yeah, sc- I cannot. Um, I can't even say it one time. <laughs> and so, um, and then immediately it just cuts to title card, and it's my bloody Valentine. And you know, I really like this title. Yeah, I did too. It I thought the title card. Title placement was good oh yeah like where it happened and stuff Mm -hmm. um and then i think i liked how it like bled Mm -hmm. i thought that was pretty cool i liked the font even though it's pretty like a i don't know like rudimentary font yeah it's nothing too like fancy or anything but it really um it really have had a good effect yeah i liked it so we're back in a noisy mine. They're saying that methane's going to blow everything up someday. I thought that was going to have more. Bigger. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought something. I thought that was foreshadowing. Well, because like, also. Well, that was that was that's now, right? That's right now. That's our gang right now. Yeah. There was already an explosion like in the past. So it's the yeah. way that they're saying it as if like it's a hypothetical. Like, as if it hasn't already happened again. That's what struck me as odd. Yeah. 
Because I was like, didn't we just see like the whole like an explosion in the beginning? Or no, well, I mean, you see it later, but yeah. But um, they tell you how 20 years ago there was an explosion. Yeah. 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 And um, yes. yeah, they're being real chill about it. And I'm like, no, I mean, I feel like everyone knows that being in a mine is a very dangerous <laughs> thing. Yeah. Hunger Games. Come on now. Yeah. Um, but then basically we're in the showers, we're showering up and all the I men like are, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of naked men. It's a bunch Not of guys in, the, in their, uh, birthday suits, showering up, lathering, horsing around. You know what I'm saying? Um, throwing soap. Yep. They were actually. Can you imagine getting hit in the face with a bar of soap? That would fucking They're really hurt. hard. Uh, yeah, yeah especially are. don't people like put bars like of, well, isn't that like to the face. isn't that like how people who put like butter in socks or like you know sticks of butter or like a bar of soap in a sock and then you're like smack people with it mm-hmm. um and so there is this talk of um one of the guys basically bringing up that tj and axel or have like the same love interests and she used to be with tj but now she's with axel but then tj's like man i don't care but like obviously cares yeah because he leaves immediately um they mention it and i was like i couldn't really tell who axel was in the shower mm -hmm. just because there was so much happening and there were so many men in the shower. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, I couldn't tell which one they all looked kind of stunned by the comment. Mm -hmm. and, and then we haven't met Sarah yet. So I was like, who the fuck is Sarah? Nope. But we do meet her eventually. <laughs> um, and then, then they finish up in the shower after we learn about that little love triangle going on. Mm -hmm. And then they all head off to the bars and we get that ding, ding, diddly, ding, 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 ding. Kind Very of um, Dixie, right? Isn't that that one song or? Um, like, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Very, very much like. That. And uh, even like how we have the. Stooges kind mm -hmm. of music and even the uh the visual like the it's sped up a little bit so they all look funky and like you know it's very hunky dory i feel like the word is yeah it was mm -hmm. cute it was rowdy and then yeah. we passed the sign saying welcome to valentine bluffs mm -hmm. valentine and bluffs we end up at the like courthouse type of situation like town hall kind of thing yeah uh -huh. Something and where the girls are decorated, um, they're all they meet up. Every single one is paired off, basically. Mm -hmm. No one is without a boyfriend here or a girlfriend, mm -hmm. and so they all are just kind of goofing off, horsing around. And then we find out that this is the first Valentine dance in 20 years. 20 um, years. Yeah, two zero. Mm -hmm. It's been a hot second, and we find that out by Miss Mabel and the mayor talking. Yeah, they're saying, "Well, it's a big deal." Like mm -hmm. it is, it is, and and but Mr. Mayor doesn't want to make a big deal out of it because, um, well, we don't really like. <clears throat> I guess it doesn't specifically say right now, but he's like, you know, we can't, we don't, we want to get past all of that. You know what happened twenty years ago? Essentially, never again. Um, and so we have her and him talking as they're walking into the building and we have um, all of the girls decorating 
and the guys are talking to them. We, like you said, all that's going on. And then they walk in and then the mayor is, uh, has that interaction interaction with TJ. And that's when we find out that that's his son. Yeah. I was like, and at first I thought he was just saying son and like, like a fitter, like a like figurative. Hey son. Exactly. But then I was like, Oh, it's really his son. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, I mean, I feel like this is where I really got TJ's name. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they mentioned it earlier, but everything was happening so fast and I wasn't sure TJ was like a main character yet. But now they kept showing him enough to where I was like, OK, this one's TJ. I need to yeah. know that. Um, and we also figure out that he's newly back to the mines. Um, yes. he went somewhere. We don't really know side. where, and you never really know where he goes to the you city. I feel like, yeah, and then failed. Um, but yeah, he went off somewhere and came back, and now someone else with his girl, and he's all moody because of it. Yeah, and he never wrote her. He never called, and so yeah, yeah, tough, tough, tough shit happens. Life happens, man. Um, and so we have them, uh, oh, what happens? This is whenever, um, CJ leaves because he's like, you know, being all moody and broody, whatever. Yeah, Um, because he was just so blatantly staring at Sarah and, uh, Axel. Axel. And, you know, because they were being all lovey-dovey through the ladder (laughs) and stuff. And then, uh, he gets pretty pissed off and goes off and then the i think it was howard yeah or someone one of the goofballs who it comes or maybe the guy who had the split open head because they scared mabel and the mayor whenever they opened oh, yeah. the door and the guy was like all bloody mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. and um i think it might have been him but he was like, oh, yeah, Mr. Mayor, someone left this here for you and yeah. gives him this big Valentine heart shape. It looks like a box of chocolates. It does. Yeah. Looks like a very um, cute, sincere gift from someone. And it's almost Valentine's Day. So it's just the perfect time. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, did you like did you do this, Mabel? Like, was this your doing <laughs> um, or and then he like looks at the chief the sheriff and the sheriff's like no 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 not me (laughs) but it was just funny how he looked at him um and then he was like well i know it's not my wife because she's got me on some sort of diet yeah that's what he said um but yeah then he gets into the car with the chief and we are going to actually open the box now and we find that it is a anatomical heart it's a real heart somebody's heart's been carved out of their chest it happens and i'm assuming it's homegirl from the beginning yeah i'm pretty sure it is yeah Uh, because i don't yeah which also they later on say that it was a young girl who was like in her 30s or something so yeah i guess you can assume it was her yeah because nobody else is missing up to this point or anything like that um And we have them um, freaking out. And then he's like, it can't be happening again. And we have 
the chief like kind of pulling over, turning a siren on and t- pulling around and this random dog that just starts chasing the car. <laughs> yeah, the dog was like, wah, 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 wah. Uh, I don't <laughs> paid actor. Um and then we are yeah, at the job well. We are um at the bar. But yeah, so they rush off back to the main area and then we're we flash to the bartender and he is basically the harbinger of doom that's what i wrote down in my notes that's what i wrote down too Mm -hmm. and he is you know little harbinger laying the law of what happened um saying that basically it all started 20 years ago at the valentine's day dance everyone except for seven miners was at the dance but um seven of them there were seven at the mines five of them were still down below with two supervisors up top and basically the supervisors wanted to get to the dance and so they they left in a hurry yeah and they neglected their duties and they were like okay bye Mm -hmm. and then an explosion happens because they left before checking the methane levels and the men were buried alive uh, all except for one man who was named Harry. Harry Warden. Harry Warden. And he then goes to spend the next year in a, like, institution. Careful with your words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, and then, basically, it reminded me of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And... um but he comes back and then after a year comes back out the valentine's day dance one year later or just a year later and then kills the two supervisors and rips out their hearts yeah it's pretty um like you said michael myers it gives exactly that even the way it was kind of like shot a little bit yeah it Mm -hmm. definitely did remind me of it they're probably was a little inspiration parallel Mm -hmm. and um he basically warns that they need to never have a dance again um and never because then he'll come back and Mm -hmm. he'll do more damage so the town basically heeds warning and decides not to participate in dances for the next 20 years but then after 20 years it becomes hearsay and they're like oh it's fine yeah so they it's like a new generation it's a new generation so it's like tales it's an urban legend at this point yeah and Mm -hmm. because all the kids as the What's his name? Bartender is named Newbie. I never. I actually. I don't know. I never got his name to be honest. I think his name is Newbie. Gotcha. Um, and basically, all the kids are just blowing him off, mm-hmm. and they're saying, like, "Oh, that's a load of horse shit. This is, mm-hmm. you know, just an urban legend," and they're yeah. not taking him seriously. And he's like, "Mark my words, y'all are gonna, y'all are Rue gonna the day." Yeah, you're going to really see that you're I gonna wasn't rue the day, joking. Carly. Rue. <laughs> you know what that's from? No. Neville Popperman from iCarly. Oh, I've okay, I figured it was maybe iCarly because of Carly and I was like I don't know any other characters from that are named from Carly. That show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I don't know any other characters named Carly in general. That's true, actually. I know huh. Carl from Car- Jimmy Neutron. Carl! Yeah. What's her name? Mrs. Uh... Oh. Oh, it's been too long. It's like a chicken something. It's something, it's something polk, something like, like, like a, a poultry related. But anyways, um, we are having uh, dinner with the mayor and the chief. They're on a date. And no, I'm just kidding. They're actually at the corners and they are trying to get information on this heart that he had in the box. And they're also trying to get information on whether or not Harry Walden is still in the uh, institution that he's supposed to be held at um, in the facilities. And they it's really funny because I guess, you know, it's back in the day. And they're just like, um, we don't know. We'll call you. We'll figure it out and let you know, <laughs> like, essentially. Um, and we have um, the, I was about to call him the chief, the mayor, who's really like, he's freaking out one, but he also doesn't, he like, it's very much like we can't let the rest of the, the, the townsfolk or the kids know what's going on because it will ensue a panic. And they want to keep everything normal for the Valentine's dance that is about to occur. Yeah. And um, so then basically after that, we flash to Miss Mabel mm-hmm. and we get some creepy minor who we can assume is Harry Warden. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the entity. Um, yes. And he's like, we're getting some like first person like POV shots mm-hmm. of him kind of like stalking Miss Mabel. And then he leaves another Valentine for her. And at this point I thought, Oh, maybe he's not going to kill her. Cause I was like, Oh, what a sweet little old lady. But right. then she opens the note and it says, roses are red. Violets are blue. One is dead. And so are you. Yeah, then, I thought it was really yeah. sick. I thought it was a pretty cool poem. Yeah, it was. I liked I liked all of the little notes that he left. He was pretty witty. Yeah, and I agree with you. Of them, some of them are like the one about the make it thrice was maybe a little dumb, but mm-hmm. but this one no. was good. This one was good, and especially for being the first one, kind of setting it yeah. up, and especially starting with the roses are red, violets are blue, because that's so typical Valentine's, you know? Yeah, it's it's classic. You got to do yeah. it. And he made it, he made it nice and haunting. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he kills Mabel. Yep, I'm, he just kills her right dead. It's so sad. She uh, really gave uh, Final Girl vibes. <laughs> Yeah, she she put up a fight for a good she second. She kind of ran away screaming and ah! and then she gets killed. Um, and then she um uh it's really fucking crazy that we end up seeing where we end up finding her later. Um because also I kind of want to be put in the dryer. That seems like fun. Yeah, I've always wanted to go for a spin. I've been stretching a lot more, so I'm more flexible oh, now. Now you can hold on and then mm-hmm. ride through oh that's yeah. so cute i ended up putting up captions down on mine and it's like picking up and reading all of our words like as we we're speaking oh my god it's so weird no stop reading my mind i saw that you turned captions on and i was like what is happening wait do you see them on your side no oh 
You should do it. It's pretty cool. Actually, no, I'm going to turn it off because it's really me, distracting. It told me that you turned them on. Oh, why would it sell me out like that? I don't know. It does everything. It sells okay. everyone out. But, so we are um, back with the boys, right? The boys? The yeah, boys. they're at like a car yard uh-huh. or something like a old where they've got all the junkyard and they've got all the cars that are like been repoed or something. Um, and they're like half smashed in and been in an accident and stuff. And then they're just sitting there, uh, Axel's playing the harmonica. And then I guess TJ comes up, tries to kind of extend an olive branch, but also just really probably to pick a fight. He always has like kind of this moody attitude too. Even when he's trying yeah. to like, I guess, like you said, extend the olive branch, it's kind of like, it wasn't, it was like half-assed. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like mom held his hand and told him to go apologize. And then he <clears throat> didn't actually mean it. Yeah. Um, but he goes and they basically start fighting over Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then my notes go to they've got no records on Harry. Somehow. Yeah, because because they they just have that little moment and they're talking about it and they're skerfuffling over Sarah, and then um then it cuts to the mayor <laughs> and the chief and yes they don't know where Harry is because nobody can find him. Um, yeah, and then it cuts somehow back. they've got no records on him, which mm-hmm. I just can for the life of me not understand how like I feel like most of those places should go back at least twenty years. Yeah. Like have and he only died five years ago. So it's like why that we found out. Sorry, I just it, spoiled everything for y'all. <laughs> it, it gave, but it also gave like, you know, like little town, like you said. And it's the nineteen eighties. So that would have meant that like he died five years prior. So 78, 77. Like I kind of I feel like that might have been possible back then because I feel like there probably weren't as many like regulations or people checking on to see if like people were actually in these type of facilities. I'm thinking a mother like, and how like, they had mm. a dead baby in a box still. I want that kind of record keeping. <laughs> gotcha. Well, or not mother. We are not mama. fortunate. <clears throat> mama. Okay. I was like, I, I'm trying to, mother is the one with um, Javier Bardem. Jennifer and Jennifer Lowe's. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good I, movie. Well, I've, the first time I saw it, I was sh- shocked. Shocked? Oh, yeah. because of the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything at the end. But don't give it away. All right. So um I won't, we, but we should cover that sometime. We should. Um we Yeah, we could. Um and so I know where to put it. And so we are back with the girls, right? And now they're talking about the boys. It's uh is it uh Sarah and what's her face? I forget the other Paula, Polly. Yeah, and then yeah, and they we get a small mention of them saying or the mayor saying we should cancel the dance. And then yeah, nothing really comes of it. But yeah, we're with Sarah and Patty talking about the two boys and so they are basically talking and just girl stuff talking about you know if she wants to be with tj or not and Mm -hmm. then uh she basically is just like i don't want to be with him but like it's like 
but totally does. does. Yeah, her body language and like everything else is giving way different than what she says. Because even when she's yeah. with Axel, like when she sneaks off later to go by the jukebox, like it's very and it's also super obvious. Like and he's yeah. only like a table Axel's away. Axel's just sitting right there. So yeah, I I love how she's just like I just want to go play some music. Do you mind? Like yeah, yeah. like stop keeping tabs on me. Hmm. Um. um and so then it cuts to uh, what's chief is at the laundromat um, because yeah. this is where the girls split off and they're going to go do their own thing. Um, and, and stopping by Mabel's and it's so gross that he smells something. Yeah. Like the moment the he flesh, started yeah, sniffing the air, I was like, oh, no, no. But yeah. you imagine if a body was in a dryer, like you ever put a shoe in a dryer? Like a you know that shoe? like. Or just uh, the sound. Well, I guess you wouldn't put leather in a fucking dryer. But yes, I get what you mean. Um, Because the shoe's like bouncing around and knocking it off the drum and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so I imagine this body must have sounded pretty loud. And these are like really, really old dryers. So they're the ones that like tumble, tumble, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. I guess he didn't think anything of it. For movie's sake, we'll just... Because this is a pretty epic death that she has. And putting her in the dryer was hardcore as fuck. So mm-hmm. I, we'll let them have it. But um, I imagine it would have been really noisy. Well, and then when he finally opens up the uh, dryer next to her, and then he doesn't even get to open up the dryer, she just kind of like plops out. Plops out. Yeah, like, because like whenever you put a shoe in there, it knocks the door open sometimes. I always uh-huh. have to tape my dryer shut if I'm drying shoes. Mm-hmm. And so her body must have just like. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I've and never. Then, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like imagine as well, like you said, the smell, like it was like it's going in there longer and longer and longer. It's just like sizzling and baking almost, I feel like. Yeah, but like it's different because dryer like heat waves are different from like oven heat waves, so it's like a different type of like burn. It's like a scorched, probably burning. I don't know. Yeah, a slow like a like a roast. Yeah, a roast. Why don't people put meat in the dryer? Why don't we cook stuff in the dryer? Probably because it'd get too beat up. Make a mess. Oh, that's what she said. I don't know. Actually, never mind. Um, um, but yeah, they so, find Mabel in the dryer and then they're like... Maybe it's Maybelline. No, maybe she's dead in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we flash back to the boys. To the miners. Yeah, they're working, the, right? Yeah. And then Axel and TJ almost get in a fist fight in the mines. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then it's Which very the short. Yeah, No. I was like, there's so many bad things that could happen around you. There's so many safety issues that we need Mm -hmm. to not be doing. Um, And they, it's a quick scene because we basically just bounce right back to Chief and the mayor talking. And then they're basically deciding that they're going to cover it up and not tell, they're not going to call the town next door to help. Hey. nothing Sorry. bless you nothing ever good happens when people are trying to cover up a town murder ever yeah mabel ever. died of a heart attack you got that nothing bring her else. out back yeah they were really just trying to cover it up and the mayor kind of was struggling with some like 
internal mm-hmm. is this a the right thing to do cuz he kind of puts up a fight for a second but then eventually just bends to the chief's will and yeah. is like okay fine um and this is where we get the next uh valentine right yes we do i believe so because it is given to um well actually well because the miners working they're taking care of mabel's body all that stuff but don't they tell the kids that there's no dance and then tj starts it yeah because they get the valentine and it says it happened once it happened twice cancel the dance or it'll happen thrice yeah gotcha thrice and so thrice yeah this was the one where i was like not his best work Mm -hmm. um also who uses thrice what is thrice yeah it's a band Uh Uh, oh is it i've never heard of them yeah i think they're like a metal band Mm, that makes sense. it sounds like it would be a metal band um and then we have um the kid them telling the kids now because of this that the the the, 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 the dance is canceled and they're like well you can't cancel the dance because you know mabel would have wanted us to have the dance anyway she worked so hard to make this dance happen uh so they're all bummed that it's not happening and then we have um it cutting to tj basically abduct abducting sarah <laughs> he like puts her in the car and she's yeah. like, I don't want to go, but still gets in the car. Um, and she looks so willing. Yeah, yeah. She's got a going... giant smile on her face the whole time. And I was like, girl, you are not being forced. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. At no all. gun was held uh, to her back. So they end up going, he takes her, I guess, to like one of their spots that they used to go to whenever they were dating. And I love how he takes her and he's just like, do you remember? And then it's like, yeah, of course she remembers. It's not like it was like 20 years ago or anything. Yeah. It was like last summer. They probably did it there. It gave me vibes that they did it. Oh, yeah, they could have. So we have um, TJ and Sarah talking about like how, you know, he didn't write and she was really disappointed. And so, of course, she had to move on because she wasn't just going to wait for him. What would he have? What, you know, why, why would he have expected that? And then he's like, well, I failed and I didn't want to like, I didn't have anything basically to offer to you. And he felt embarrassed, I guess, and shamed by not being successful in wherever he went to. And so, um, and he's Which just Which is a pathetic her, excuse. Like he could have yeah. just written her anyways. Like, I feel like he just left and. It feels like he left and thought that he was going to have better opportunities or something or whatever. And then because it didn't work out is now just falling back on her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so she's not having any of it. You know, she's just kind of like, I don't want to be with either of you at this point. I think she kind of mentions or something like that or makes a, a comment towards that. But um, he's trying his darndest. Um, and, you know, she's really like, like you said earlier, like she went with him very willingly. So she's not like really playing that hard to get. Yeah. Um, and then we have them uh kissing. Kissing, canoodling. Yep. And Kadoodlin. I was like, Oh, she's still with Axel. That's pretty bad. Yeah. And, and then, then hmm hmm Oh, we end up back at the bar and Axel's like, Have you seen Sarah to TJ? And he's like, It wasn't my turn to watch over her. Yeah. And we just got a bunch of macho sass bullshit. Yeah, sass going on. Mm-hmm. 
Because then uh, we cut to we could we cut Chief to Chief is named newbie. Gotcha, Chief newbie. Yeah, yeah. As I don't remember getting the bartender's name, but we do have Sarah now being she's walking home and it's dark and she's being followed. We get like POVs from someone walking around her, and then we have her like you know that very like being freaked out and like it's you know. She's looking over her shoulder, and then the chief pops up out of nowhere in front of her with the flashlight and freaks her out. But of course, we thought it was Harry Warden at this point in his miner's outfit with the flashlight on its head. And yeah, uh-huh. it was it was pretty scary. And the music, the music was so uh, suggestive. It, it built it up. It, yeah, it really was mm-hmm. like Dini Dini. No, that's like Jaws, but <laughs> very. But it <laughs> like, is. It's very Jaws, Michael Myers inspired. All these movies came out. Around this time, right before, yeah, it. and so um, it really had that same vibe, and then mm-hmm. it leads up to a big explosion of sound, and it just uh, reaches out, and it turns out to be Chief Newbie. Yeah, and then he's like Sarah, and she's like, "Oh, Chief," and then he's like, "What are you doing out here?" And she's like just walking home and then she's kind of like oh is there like trouble or something like that is something wrong and then he's like no nothing's wrong and um just i guess doing my nightly watch mm-hmm. and i guess that's just kind of like their interaction and then we get back to the kids and they're talking about throwing the party in the mines at the mines and um that's whenever we have um our bartender Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like trying to, you know, once again, warn them like, y'all, you know, be careful what y'all are talking about. Be careful what you mess around with, because it's nothing to be playing around with. Yeah. Y'all, mark my words. Harry Warden's mm-hmm. going to get all y'all. And mm-hmm. also, I'm sorry, but having a party in a mine just sounds dumb. It doesn't sound. Well, I mean, I would want to go down into the mine to see oh, it. Okay. See, see, yes. Like whenever they, they were getting into the, the carts. Yes. Whenever they were yeah. getting into the carts. Half of me was like, this is really stupid. But half of me was like, I want to, I would go down there, honestly. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Uh, I would want to explore it. Yeah. But I thought, I, I at first thought they were literally suggesting to have the party down in the mines. In the mines, yeah. And I didn't realize that their wreck house and everything was like mm-hmm. in. Which the, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I thought like I thought they had a pool table down in the mine like they brought it down cuz that's some like at one yeah. time one point in my life my brothers and I were really into like forts and clubhouses and yeah. we spent like a week digging out this giant hole oh my God. so we could build an underground clubhouse. I bet your but parents were so it rained and well they they let us do it they gave us some like wood to like (laughs) reinforce the walls but then it rained and And it got flooded flooded. yeah oh that sucks yeah 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 it really i can only imagine we did build a one fort that was like halfway on a tree and then it had this like we used a papasan chair, so those like mm-hmm. rounded wicker chairs, yeah. and we made it as like this sunroof. So we had like a mm. skylight dome that oh. was this chair, and then the rest of it was like wood and stuff. Like we nailed it together and stuff, made like this like treehouse thing. Yeah, off of, that's really cool. It just was on the ground. It was like I've, attached to a tree, but not in the tree. Oh, got it. I've always yeah. wanted to 
build a tree house or have a tree house. Um, so much work yeah. that goes into it. It's so meticulous. And so like, you have to like get dimensions and all that ride and everything. And it has to be so secure. Um, yeah. Otherwise you fall and die. Literally. Um, <laughs> and you can't have that happening. So, um, but yeah, that's really especially fun. not with kids. Yeah. That's super cool that y'all did that. Um, yeah, we were into building, we were into building lots of stuff. We tried to build flying skateboards, mm-hmm. like from treasure planet. The, oh, okay. I was going to say like, uh, back to the future. That too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hover, we had one with like a parasail on mm-hmm. it, but we obviously could never make it fly. We were yeah. nine. <laughs> so, it's like uh, we weren't uh, magical creatures. And one time um, I tried to build a helicopter to go see my dad. Because he lived how, in North Carolina. How, and how were you building that? Oh, uh, just with like cardboard. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I don't and see why would. it didn't work. I don't Me see neither. why it didn't work. That's it was like a, a sweet idea. I think that's how but, they make the like military grade ones. Yeah, I think so. That's actually never mind. <laughs> Nothing. Um, but anyways, the they're not having a party inside the mine. It's mine. Apparently it's mine. at the It's in the rec area. Yeah, it's in yeah. where like the employees, you know, have their, you know, children. Probably where they clock in and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. above ground. Where they fuck. Um, Just kidding, my bad. Where they fuck. But then the bartender's basically saying, don't say I didn't warn you. And then he goes out there and he's going to set a booby trap to basically a- scare the kids. Titty trap, yeah. Because he's like, now oh, this is, and he's trap. like, this scare will treat them, them to, you know, you spit on Harry Warren's name. Honestly, I don't know why he cares so much, but yes, he is trying to freak them out. And he's so impressed with his work too, because he's just like playing with it. And he's just like, and it's yeah, the way that he, he, he goes back for that third time to just like look at it again. Yeah, he like opens what, the door, keeps laughing, and then he just keeps, he's so pleased with his work. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves, but he hears squeaking in it. Yeah. And that would make me hesitant, but that's this isn't me in this film. Mm-hmm. And so he was also probably drunk, right? Because he had, I think he had alcohol with him whenever While he, he was first working. was starting it. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel like he wouldn't be sober. Yeah. And then he goes back and he opens the door and lo and behold, it's Harry Warden coming mm-hmm. out and he sticks that pickaxe right into his little chin right into his chin his chinny chin or chin meat hook thing Very. we've got two chin deaths in a row we've got this one and then we'll see next week yes we do yes we will a chin death <laughs> i was like ooh, um but um we are i forgot with... that we recorded this backwards it's okay you'll next week guys another chin death um and it's Look a pretty gnarly one at that um and we have um the chief then uh checking the mines at this point not even checking the mines really he just checks the 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 fence and then it's just like okay it's locked that's good enough and then um that's whenever we have uh the kids after he lives leaves and drives off the kids arrive at the mine yeah. Don't they? And, oh, is that yeah, because the 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 chief had gotten a call that like, oh, hey, the um, no, that's not yet. That's not yet. My bad. That is that doesn't. Yeah. Happen yet. 
Mm-hmm. We just see that it's February 14th and all yeah, the kids yeah. go to the mine to have their party. Cause we got like some timestamps throughout the film, mm-hmm. like saying February 13th, some diegesis and then February 14th now, and then giving us like little actual timestamps. I just didn't write them down. Um, mm-hmm. But that's called, it's called diegesis. Diegesis. It's a really weird word, but in my film class that I'm taking right now, like stuff like uh-huh. that, it's called diegesis, which is basically like anytime there's like text or other things on the screen that are not a part of the actual film universe, if that makes uh, sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see. It's I like, like it. stuff diegesis. to let us know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I like it. Like diegesis. Um, oh, my bad. Yeah, that's what it's. That's what I thought you said at first. So that's why uh, I just kind of brushed over it. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's his Tourette's again. Speaking um, of Jesus, I made it to 666 days today on Duolingo. Ah, yay. That Jesus, so, Jesus's favorite number. It was. And then also mm-hmm. for this meeting, this Zoom meeting, it was 5666. Oh, was it really? So today is Satan's day. Is, isn't that an angel number? 666? Yeah, I think so. I wonder what that one means. I actually don't know anything about angel numbers, but I just know that they are, they're, they're in threes, right? It's like four, 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 yeah. one, 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 like la, la, la. <laughs> and so then we have, um, <laughs> and then we have, uh, good. <laughs> Michael Jackson just pops up from the dead. Sorry. From the dead. <laughs> from hell. Oh, my bad. Oops. I mean, he's That's in heaven. Probably where he is. <laughs> um and we're like we're not all going to be there i feel like heaven is a very exclusive club super exclusive yeah but like not in like the ways that it's not like you have to be a good person to get out there i think like you just have to be like super cool like i don't know like really cool like Like like, yeah tony hawk's going (laughs) to heaven tony hawk is definitely going to heaven Dude, and he's actually a really good person too. Actually, he's really, yeah. He's really nice. Yeah, he's a, he's yeah, man. He'd be up there and, for sure. Him, Betty White. Oh yeah, Betty. Betty would be up there. Um. Yeah, and like, I think like that's that, it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just them two, and and then it'll I'll, be us when we get there. That's true. It'll be a fun party. Um, and so then we also have um, Chief back at the station and there's another officer there, the only other officer we've seen throughout the whole movie so far. And he is saying like, hey, Chief, this, you know, heart shape thing box came for you. And the chief is like, oh, fuck. So he sends the other police officer to go get like coffee or something like that. And he opens it up and it is a another present from Harry himself warning them about um the it's actually just chocolate. Oh no, you're right. That's not, <laughs> in, you're, that's not until here in a minute when he's like the, there's still a party. Outside, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's actually just chocolates. And it's actually even more fucking sad because it's from fucking Mabel. It's from Mabel, yeah. Showed up post-mortem. Um, which they I thought could have been still... <laughs> I thought maybe that he had chopped up what I thought because I thought he was going to eat the chocolate. And yeah. I was thinking that it was the bartender chopped up and then dipped in chocolate. Oh. Like his fingers, like the knuckles, like chopped each knuckle off Ooh. and then dipped them in chocolate or like liver and then put them all in, in there yeah and just like cut up because it looked liver. like little rectangle things so that's why yeah. i assumed his fingers and his knuckles his digits. but 
I thought that they were chopped up and dipped in chocolate and he was going to bite into it and it would be like bone. And it would be like, all like 1980s and close up. And he's like, and then then it fades away. (laughs) And then it cuts away abruptly. Yeah, that's Um, totally what I thought was going to happen. But it turns out it was just real chocolate. Real chocolate. Um, It's just chocolate. And but then this is where we get Babyface Dave. Babyface Dave. We flash back to the party. And someone calls him Babyface, so I end up yeah. calling him Babyface the whole oh, time. Oh, okay. He's um, gay. Yeah, he looked it. He's very and, gay. And then he, uh, well, yeah, and he's going to get a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. That's the gayest thing you can do. It is. And he's got, the, <laughs> I, he's like, I got the munchies. Well, it's even the way that he was like, with the co, I guess the greasers used to do that back in the day, but like, it was very like, you know metrosexual if anything but yeah. he is in the kitchen he's trying to get a hot dog from the hot dog pot that's boiling but then fucking harry warden shows up behind him and just starts pushing his head down into the the hot dogs boiling and it's funny because water. at first it's almost like he's like being like oh who's that <laughs> because he's like this kind of kinky gets grabbed from behind pushes all of his head all the way in and well I thought that well literally I actually thought like that's why I even thought like man this is a for sure like subtle like choice like they're being funny I feel like that like this is a very gayish character and then they have him going to get hot dogs and then he's getting his head pushed down as someone would getting like giving head giving so head, like yeah two hot dogs so yeah um and poor thing though that's a really like getting your yeah, face basically your face boiled, boiled away off. like and Ooh. also how do you dive do you just like pass out from complete shock first and then yeah. your body dies i right? feel like and then also you would probably drown oh too, i totally forgot about the, the water. water aspect but like ugh, like that's that's crazy to me like that's horrible yeah shit but i imagine shock has got to get you in there at some point right because i'm like at some point it's like because it's so hot because you don't pass out when you're getting drowned but i can only imagine that if it's boiling hot you're like there's no way you're like in taking that into your lungs and stuff too ouchie Um, i'm gonna look that up um after the show but um we have um Fucking finally, we have a it's the bartender's body right at the doorsteps of the police station or whatever. And we get the note that says you didn't stop the party. Yeah, it was I think it was just a little Valentine because we see the bartender later. Oh, um, OK, but I think it was just a little Valentine that was covered in. I think it had his blood all over it. Um, right. And. He says, yeah, you didn't stop the party written on it on the bloody Valentine. It was because it was covered in blood. Roll credits. Um, (laughs) And then we he's like, what party? Basically, I love how Uh, he's like screaming it out as well. And then he uh, we flash back to the kids and Howard is drinking beer through his nose, which I have done. Have you ever done that? No. Can't say that I would like to do that. On the first episode of my old podcast, What's Your Excuse? Mm-hmm. I talked about how as a kid, I used to drink soda through my nose. Why would you do that? <laughs> I, I liked the way it tickled. 
<laughs> it would bubble up in your cavity, sinus cavity, and then it would like go in one nostril and come out the other. Well, I mean, um, I've had stuff go up my nose because of like you inhale a drink or something. It like sometimes like, and that's never pleasurable though. That's never. Yeah, been pleasurable. I just thought it was fun. I thought it was ah. a funny feeling, so and a cool party trick, and so yeah. I would do that. And what then, you were doing at the parties while you were getting fucked up at nine. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And then I also would snort like Lucas salt. Like, so beer salt. So I'm pretty sure that's why I have a deviated septum now. Um, but I wasn't the smartest kid. I also would eat fire ants. So when we played fear factor, so did oh, lots but of But that's, that's different. That's fear factor. You yeah. weren't just eating random fire ants. That's Does true. it ever bite your tongue or your mouth? Yeah. It was not pleasant, but so at like 22 or 23, no, I must've been like 26, actually. <laughs> I decided to doing that? snort beer on the first episode of What's Your Excuse? Oh, and yeah, so yeah. at the end of it, I snorted beer and it was not a pleasurable experience. It burned really bad. Yeah. I can only, I, I feel that. like that would be the thing because I've had like stuff. It's like when you have water go up your nose and it like doesn't feel good. Like when you're swimming. Yeah. No, it, it burned really bad. I was but not a fan of it and I won't do it again. You were also a masochist. So I feel like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're glutton for pain, Caitlin. I'm like a sissy. I'm like, no, thank you. I don't like no pain. Thanks. No pain. Yeah. Um, it was and so, not fun. We have um, the guys fighting over Sarah because they're stupid. And Sarah is just kind of like, you're both being jerks. And Axel. Yeah, Axel's not letting her speak for herself either. She's like, I have a mouth. And and Mm -hmm. then TJ's like, well, use it to tell him. Mm -hmm. And Axel's like, tell me what? (laughs) Yeah, it's very dramatic drama. And we have them getting into a little spiral Spiral, yeah, because that's a word. We have them getting into a little quarrel, essentially. Spar, spar, sparring. Um, and then uh, Howard break Hollis. I mean, breaks them up, and then we have Axel leaving, and then TJ tries to like her to grab a beer on his way out. Oh yeah, while he's throwing a tantrum, (laughs) he like slips his hand over there so fast and like opens the beer with one hand, and I was like, how did you do that? First off, but it was was pretty impressive. And he yeah, ends up he uh, leaving and we have TJ trying to console Sarah, but she's just like, I don't, I'm, I'm actually, she's just kind of like, I, I don't even like want to be here or be with you anymore. I'm going to walk out. And so she walks out and that's whenever Patty follows her and she tells, I love how she's like, come on to Hollis. And, <laughs> and it's just kind of like, damn, the bro's got to follow Patty and, and Sarah. Um, yeah. And that's whenever um, we have, the we cut to the couple that kind of uh we saw them dip out earlier and they are in this like boathouse type or not boathouse but like a room where they keep all the outfits for the yeah oddly hanging from the ceiling it was a very weird room um -hmm. also when axel slipped out this is when i started catching on yeah I, i i actually thought it was tj oh really for a while there yeah I, I could see CJ. that. TJ had crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but... because like he had gone away and then he came back. And so, and I, and I think that's yeah. what they probably wanted us to think. Um, 
I never but, once thought it was TJ. For some reason, Axel just gave me those vibes. And the moment he stepped out and like started banging his head on the wall, I was like, that's dramatic. He's the killer. That's crazy. Yeah. That's and then eventually behavior. I... Well, let me I tell you, I've done that I before. <laughs> I have also slammed my head onto a kitchen counter and like almost broke my nose uh. and then passed out in my own blood. I think that's why you I have a deviated septum. Yeah. I don't think that it was the snorting. I think that because you get a deviated septum from like blunt trauma. Like, well, but I was told right? I had a deviated septum. Well, I think the deviated septum could be from my years of color guard and being hit in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so. I have one too, but I didn't have one prior until I ran into a tree. Until like, that tree. Yeah. Um, but... But this is where this is where I started catching on that Axel wasn't. Um, Axel wasn't who he says he is. Actually, he really is. But he's doing things that he shouldn't be. Um, yes. And this but we're is... with that couple doing it on the bench underneath a bunch of weird hanging clothes. And but she wants beer. Yeah, she wants beer. So John or whatever his name is gets John, up to trying to be good get up and gets the beer and leaves her there, which I was like, well, that's not a good sign. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, then we flash back to the hot dog room and we've got two girls gossiping over which guys they like, and they find a boiled heart, but they don't know what it is, but it Mm -hmm. looks like a little heart that's been boiled. It it was like gray. It was disgusting looking. Boiled did. Yes. And it was very, um, thick as well it was pretty big honestly it was yeah, pretty massive big old heart and, and then they're like oh my god and then this other dude is it john it's john yeah he's like yeah he's oh, grabbing oh, the beer oh, out of the fridge must have been and, howard and then you can see fucking dave's body in there yeah baby face in the fridge with his face melted off and he's just in there and they miss him because he's looking away as he grabs the beer from the fridge and it was just perfect timing that he didn't actually look where his hand was grabbing yeah uh, because then he would have seen him but Mm. then we flash back to where uh sylvia is that's the couple who is doing it and they are all the showers are turning on i called her purple shirt until they said sylvia's dead and then i was like her name's Sylvia. She had but, a really good, um, like, I was like, damn, Sylvia's selling it. She looks scared as fuck. And especially yeah. the whole running, like, and then looking back, like, type of thing, you know? Yeah. Because she, all of a sudden, we got kind of a, when they were in there about to get it on, he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you just pull the cord and the clothes fall down kind of thing. And so yeah. she did that. And then they laughed about it. But now all of the clothing starts like somebody's turned all the shower heads on and then all of the clothing starts falling down on her and she's like freaking out because everywhere she turns something's falling down and then the bartender falls down from the ceiling as well oh that's right his chin like on a hook thing Mm -hmm. and so that's where we see him dead and then um then we basically flash back to John walking in and him saying he thinks that she's like trying to take a shower with him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, hell yeah. Like he's excited. 
And then he uh, walks in there and then we just see him drop the beer can and you can see just this like silhouette of Sylvia's face with her head, I guess, being shoved onto the shower head. Yeah. And the water was like coming from her mouth, which I thought was fucking awesome. I wish we could have seen more of that or seen it happen. But, um, you know, like I, I want there to be a remake. I know there is another one that's 2009 or something like that, but it doesn't necessarily go to the same beat as this one. I want like a complete remake, but like where we actually get to see these deaths because I feel like they'd be so cool to see now. Yeah. And like actually get to see like Mabel get in like thrown into the fucking dryer, like still alive, basically. And a then like turned of on. her in the dryer. Literally. And think. she's just like... Ah, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know why cool. i want to see that but i do um no i i'm i'm with you because i thought this death was really fucking gnarly and i liked yep. it mm-hmm. i was like this this was good and then we flash back to the whole crew and they are now suggesting to actually go down into the mine like we talked about earlier um and they tj tries to stop them saying no woman in the mine kind of thing and this is why i didn't think it was tj because he was here during this moment it's true and stuff and i was like "Mm, i feel like it's axel because axel's the one that's been missing the whole time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah he tries to stop them and then Mm -hmm. they end up going into the mine it looks super fun it reminds me of like gringotts and stuff and like going Uh all through the bank and on the little cart and like jack and daxter or some shit yeah it does it feels very adventurous like who wouldn't want to go like we talked about earlier into the mines like i feel like that would like i would want to tell people hey i'm going here if i don't come back in like two hours please check on us but like that would be so cool to go down there i don't know i've always wanted to go like spelunking too and like cave like you know people go into the cave caverns yeah Yeah. it really interests me but obviously i am not equipped or have the experience to do any of that i would die immediately but yeah it seems really cool though um and we have them basically going down into the mines it's all very fun this is really great yeah 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 but what they don't know is that harry warden is out on the loose and some of their friends are already dead um and also i'm thinking like you said um like we're saying it is really cool but also like this is so dangerous why are we going to the mines where we know that like things can blow up and like especially when they look at the abandoned section and go let's go in here yeah and i would like you wouldn't go there in the day because you know it's unsafe and stuff could Mm -hmm. collapse on you stuff could explode and then they're like yeah to go in there with only one of them had the one couple had the lamp yeah and then hollis had the headlamp on but there was no one else had a light source no yeah and so like when no one's fully equipped like why would you go into this part of the mine because they're Um, horny horny kids young adults all they're thinking about is having a good time and sex because immediately we have mike and harriet trying to break off to go do the deed yep and Um, howard hears something behind them howard already is like it's probably some rats Uh um, and follows up behind him and then yeah mike and harriet split off um 
and then back up at top on land, they yeah. find Babyface Dave and Sylvia. Yeah. John comes back in panicking, saying like he looks like he was in complete shock. He was oh, he acting. was not taking it well. No, he yeah. was doing a good job of acting though. Um, mm-hmm. and then a homegirl is screaming because she found she was like his face. He's in uh, there. He's in there. And then this yeah. is where Axel comes back, and he's like, "Dave is dead." And then they all start panicking, and then everyone's like, ah! screaming. Yeah. And then Axel and TJ join forces to go save Sarah and the others in the mine, because mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. they're like, the others are in the mine. And yeah. Axel's like, how could you let them go down there? And he was like, and well, he's like, if they're down there. And then he's like, if this anything happens to them, it's on you, essentially. Yeah, trying to uh-huh. shift that blame, because it's his fault. Yeah. Um, and then we flash back down to the mine and now they're in the oldest part of the mine. So there, he was like, this part of the mine was built in like the 1800s. And I was like, yeah, yeah. y'all do not need to be down there. For real. Um, but they're down there. And then Howard like comes down from the rafters and scares them, which mm-hmm. I imagine would have been a pretty good little jump scare. Um, I was paying attention to my notes, so it didn't get me. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but I imagined it was, that's what it was there for. And it probably it got get some me. people. Yeah. But I feel you on that. And then uh, we cut to Mike and Harriet and they're in a whole separate section um, where they branched off earlier and they are making out. Yep. And they're laying down and then you can tell that they're being watched. Like members of this down there being watched. We're getting kind yeah. of those first person POV shots where uh, you can see that that's happening. and then. Then this is where they're coming back down the corridor and Harry starts coming behind them, shattering all the lights. Yep. And and I love how they're was, like, Howard is like, I hear something. And then Hollis is just like, oh, it's nothing or it's rats. And then it obviously does not. It's very like. Yeah, like it sounds like glass shattering. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. So, it's not a rat. It's not um, a rat. But. Oh, well, I guess you're scared and that's logic for you. But yeah. then we're back with the chief and the kids, The they roll up Blondie with John and who someone else roll up and they tell the chief what happened. Oh, They're yeah. like, yeah. Sylvia and Dave are dead. We had a party, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. he basically is like, okay, get back in your car. And then he gets in his car immediately radios for backup and um it's like okay we got to shut this down yeah and then they meet up they finally meet up with tj back down in the mines it's a lot of flashing back and forth from what's happening in the mines to what's happening up top and um they meet up back with tj and he's telling them basically dave and sylvia are dead we need to get the fuck out of here Mm-hmm. And then they're all like, what? Uh-huh. Um, but then they immediately split up to find Michael and Harriet. And I was yeah. like, no. Because TJ goes to look for Mike and Harriet, right? Yeah. Oh. And uh, Hollis goes off as well. And they leave the girls with Howard. That's right. Yeah. And I was like, this, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Like, Howard does not seem reliable in the slightest. 
And once again, like, we have movies back to back where people are splitting up where they probably should not split up. Exactly. You're supposed to stay together as a unit. Yeah. Splitting up, yeah. always a bad idea. And so then someone finds them dead. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it was Hollis or if it was TJ. Um, I think it was Hollis because mm-hmm. no one comes back to tell, like no one tells them the others that, are dead. That TJ, Mike and Harriet are dead. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was Hollis. And then as he's sitting there looking at the dead body, then Hollis gets shot in the head with a nail gun. And then this reminded me of Final Destination 3. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they watched this and that's where they got the inspo from. They did. It was. They went into the future. And then... Why? No, I don't know. You mean Final Destination 3? Yeah. They might have. They might have. I'm not sure. I... I'll probably have to look it up. But I mean, I feel like they're also different enough that it could might have been its own idea. You know what I mean? Especially because in Final Destiny 3, they work in a hardware store. So that just kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm not sure. We'd have to ask. But even if it wasn't, I'm sure they'd just be like, oh, yeah, it totally is. It's paying homage. <laughs> like, because right, why wouldn't you like my bloody villain? Yeah, to a classic. Yeah. Um, but he gets shot in the head with a nail gun, and then he comes around the corner and falls down dead right in front of Patty and Sarah and Howard. He loses her ever loving shit. Patty right. is not mm-hmm. handling it well. She really loved all. him, I guess. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she was like all over his little dead body like cupping his head and stuff and then we see the person coming down the hallway and yeah. we're like ah it's time to go and howard's like bye bitches he leaves them yeah and then then axel shows up which made me again be like this is awful convenient because um, he was just the harry warden was just right there yeah and then all of a sudden it's axel and then so i was like hmm oh Um, and even right before this she had to slap patty and even the slap didn't bring her out of it (laughs) yeah patty yeah she was still immobile like she could not and she still didn't even really react she was just like i'm not going anywhere yeah and i was Mm -hmm. like girl patty get up it's time to run like right now um but then axel finds them successfully they finally get patty up and they drag them off um and then they i was like patty's about to get them all killed in this instant like come on and then this is where they're coming around the corner and we see someone approaching from the other side and you're like oh god is that harry warden and fucking axel yeah, Axel just mm-hmm. smacks the shit out of TJ with a giant log. Like a log? Yeah, it was a yeah. log. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like a big, big log thing. Um, but yeah, that's that's what happens there. Yes, and, and then, so then, and then TJ's like, "What's the matter with you? You're gonna kill me?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, because we're on defense mode." Um, yeah, we're scared. And then the chief arrives um, to the scene at the mines with like all of the police people. Oh, no, not yet. It's just him at this point. Um, <laughs> excuse me. 
And that's whenever the um, kiddos are trying to get out of the mines, but they end up coming to the, is it where the carts are or not? It's like a different area and they can't get out. Yeah. And take the thing the to go elevator. up. Yeah. There's like a little elevator and the control mm-hmm. panel was smashed. So they were stuck. So they decided to climb that big ladder to get them out. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> fucking goddamn it, Patty. She's like getting up and she's, they've crawled up. Left her. Yeah. But she was behind two of them. <laughs> yeah. Or in front of two of them. And so uh, she was behind Axel, which at one point too, whenever it shows Axel shimmying up the ladder even faster when they told him to slow down and then yeah. Howard's body comes down, I was like, that looks suspicious. So he got up there, went to the top and then like <laughs> threw his body down and then crawled back down. Yeah. Kind of thing. Which they is were really very psychotic. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And almost improbable. Like, yeah. Like, how did he, he have having... the time to do that? Or what did he, how did he set, the, set that up? Or like, did I don't he, know. Like, because he couldn't have had how maybe he put Howard's body up there whenever he ran over. Or maybe Howard got up there and he saw that they were in front of him and he killed him really fast. I don't know. Not really sure how it happened, but it's movie magic. I think that has to be it. Is that Howard was already maybe like hiding up there or something, or just kind of up there, and Axel runs into him as he's up there, and he's just like, okay, whatever, and then like throws him down, throws and then they're down, like, oh yeah. my god, um, because he was with the girls, you know that that whole time because Howard had ran off, and then he was with them, like there was not a yeah. time when he was, you know, so I I feel like he I had. It was like inconvenient, like just poor timing on Howard's part. On Howard's just, part, yeah. Was just wrong there at place, the wrong, wrong time. time. Yeah. yeah. And then, so that <laughs> happens. Howard's mm-hmm. body falls down. There, before that, Patty almost slipped, and she's like, "I'm afraid of heights, you guys." And they're making Sarah like climb up right behind her. Yeah. Like, that must have been so hard for Sarah to climb like that. Um, oh, for sure. But then Howard's body gets like hanged and his blood splatters all over them. And then he falls all the way down to the bottom. And so they're like, let's go back down now. He's up at the top. Yeah. And And then Axel's like, he's fucking with us at this point. Yeah. All the while. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they're going, they're going into the, um, the rail cars. Yeah, they're having to cut through some area that has mm-hmm. a bunch of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going through these like tunnels a to get to, get to, to the, the rail cars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they round the corner, and Axel's like, let me know when y'all make it to the other side. And then we just hear a splash after they make it, and mm-hmm. Axel got pushed in. And this is where I was like, it's Axel. Like first gave it away for you. Certain. I was like, it's Axel. Um, I just thought he fell into the hole and he was gone. And then that's when I thought even more so, oh, maybe it is TJ because he was so like, well, we got to move on. Let's go. He did. They left his ass so fast. Yeah. They're just like, whatever. They were like, TJ was like, he's, we got to go. <laughs> he was, was like, that like, is Damn. 60 feet. That is 60 feet deep. There's nothing we can do for him. Let's Yeah. Move he was on. like, this is his problem now. Yeah. And so, yeah, he just, they left him so fast. I was like, yeah, even Damn. the girls were just kind of like, 
Mm, we okay. can't leave him. And then yeah, then they turns were like, okay. turns around. <laughs> we can't leave him. Turns away, walks off. Yeah. Um, and they end up getting to the um. Oh, they have to split up because the girls have to go like one way, and then TJ's like, I'm gonna go this way. But then it's like there's like a rock fall or something because then like he gets blocked off, right? There's like rocks that start falling. Or that's what it sounds like to me. Something happens, yeah, and he you don't like, see. disappears. Yeah, because yeah, it like, doesn't show us. Because the girls then, go over and they're like, TJ, TJ. And then that's whenever I believe Harry comes back up, right? And starts chasing them. Yeah, because it's just um, Sarah and Patty at this moment. Mm-hmm. And then Patty Harry, gets impelled. Yeah, Patty rounds the corner and Harry just like puts that pickaxe into her stomach. And again, Sarah leaves so fast. <clears throat> Sarah's She's just like, like my bitch, like in stride, didn't even, <laughs> <laughs> didn't even hesitate. Was like, she was just like, and we keep running, which yeah. is like, honestly, that's hopefully what I would do too. Cause that's Sarah's a good final girl. Safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what you would want to hope to do, but damn, it's a little heartless. Um, and then TJ, she runs into TJ mm-hmm. and then this is where we've got the chief now up ta- up top with the whole town basically yeah it was he had when he called for backup he called for backup all right it was like the county yeah they were all there yeah maybe he did ring up the next town over and stuff too and mm-hmm. um then they that's whenever um we have harry on the rail car they get into the rail cars but then like harry is about like you know on jumps on and is like right behind him uh tj and sarah um and then we end up having this like and sarah just stared at him for the longest time as she was as uh what's his face tj was fiddling with the remote yeah like he was walking up and Sarah just stared at him. And I was like, say something, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? At this point, and, I don't know if she had been like in flight mode the whole time, but she like froze in this moment. Yeah, she did. And yeah, mm-hmm. but then they're on that rail car, like you said, and they're fighting with yes. a little axe. Harry has his axe and then they've got a shovel looking thing. Yeah. Very much a shovel. And they're going back and forth. Um, it's very much giving like, Boom, boom. Oh, you can't see what I'm doing. Okay. But, you know, they're giving highs and lows because it's like, oh my gosh, is something, you know, is TJ going to get, you know, uh, fucking stabbed by the pickaxe? Because honestly, too, that's so like, that's such a hard weapon to defend against, even with the shovel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. From both ends, especially. Um, and so we have um, them. Yeah, going I imagine further. getting hit with an axe would like, and look, his name is Axel. <gasps> oh yeah, that's true. That should have been a good pickaxe. That that's a dead giveaway. They were telling us from the it beginning. It is. Um, <laughs> and they end up jumping off of the rail cars. Two weeks in a row, though, with the movie with axes. Oh, that's true. And they jump off, and then the rail cars end up keep go- they keep going while they're having their like little battle uh, royale. And we have the police and the mayor coming by the rail cars. And then they're like, okay, we're going to go further. And there's blood on the rail cars. So the mayor's like, oh my God. Um, and then we get to cutting back to TJ fighting against um, what's his face? Um, 
because they go through like a tunnel opening, like a side tunnel thing. And it's yeah, really tiny. It's really tiny as well. And I'm also thinking as like Harry is like um Axel at this point. Anyways, Axel is um, you know, throwing that pickaxe around. I'm thinking like, man, he's gonna get them buried alive in there because they're like destroying like all of like the columns and stuff and all the yeah, the wood he's that's taking keeping down all up. the walls and stuff, yeah. like just shattering them. And that's how Sarah is able to pick up the rock, which that was a big ass rock. And I was She's like, strong. damn, Sarah must lift some weights because mm-hmm. she chunks that rock and it hits Axel. And I was like, hell yeah, or it mm-hmm. hits um harry and then she rips off his mask and lo and behold it was axel it was was still like i had a feeling it was him Mm -hmm. but it was still a nice like i still was like oh shit i was right yeah okay because i never never get the killer right like in scream i always had it wrong Mm -hmm. and so i was like oh it was still a pleasant surprise for me yeah, I, I, and I thought at this point too, I was like, well, at this point it couldn't have been TJ, but for some reason I was just so like, well, I just, I guess it could have been Axel, but I just also just didn't think it was Axel as well. At this, at this point for me, I honestly thought, damn, okay, it really is Harry Warden. Yeah, that he was, that he had really come back. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I thought and- that for the first little bit, but then I started cluing in with Axel. Mm-hmm. like um, it really solidified uh, on the ladder and then mm-hmm. once he fell into the water i was like no nah, it's, it. it's a wrap yeah and then we have um uh oh shit what do we have this is whenever we have this it, the, the place caves in right yeah place caves in and we also get a little flashback because they're asking she's like what why kind of thing and we get this tiny flashback of harry warden killing one of the two officials who were up top and neglected their duties and left and the two that got killed a year later and uh we see a young axel underneath the bed watching his father get his heart ripped out mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so and this was also very like michael myers like reminiscent to me as well like this whole scene yeah definitely a little boy under the bed covered in blood and yeah and so it was Uh just like okay this axel is off his rocker um and then the place caves in they go outside and he was like it's not harry warden and it's axel it's axel rose yeah (laughs) he's like i know it's not harry he died five years ago kind of thing Mm -hmm. we just got the call and then they're like so he was like well who is it and he was like it's axel and they go in there and there he's like just laughing maniacally his arm has been chopped off underneath the rubble kind of thing and he's like sarah my bloody valentine and uh he said harry warden made you pay and then he just laughs like maniacally to the end of it yeah and then we rolled to a black screen with the credits and this ending song is like a little custom song made for the movie and it yeah. kind of went hard <laughs> it went hard you like yeah it? i was like on the this is actually a pretty a good little song mm-hmm. i was like yeah. this actually wasn't too cheesy i didn't stick around too much for it i'll have to go back to listen to it because once this it's credit not, came up i was like okay great. okay <laughs> 
but um, I, I listened for a little bit to make sure that it was like indeed about the movie and not just like really lining up well coincidentally mm-hmm. and it I was like oh no this is about the movie and it's it's basically telling you the whole story of but what had transpired form. yeah yeah it was it's pretty always cool. cool when things do that as well but yeah, that's 1981's My Bloody Valentine. My Bloody Valentine. Um, I think I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty mm-hmm. good like slasher and like 1980s film. Um, I thought the kills were pretty creative, to be honest, yeah. even though we didn't get to see them. I thought they were really creative and I thought that they... Um, I liked how a lot of the film too was like it's at nighttime, so a lot of the shots are kind of dark, and the way they set up the lighting, um, especially when they're in the mine too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost hard to see it on my TV. I needed yeah. to adjust my darkness the levels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I um, enjoyed the story. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, very um you know we've seen that before maybe this is kind of the beginning of like you know like you know uh someone who is um um mentally unstable i guess or not all there is like gone away and now they're back and they're gonna terrorize i guess or create havoc although um i'm glad we can come a long way and now know that like mental illness and a bunch of other things are real and like people go through shit um but I liked that that played into it, but then it ended up being even not even Harry and it ended up being Axel because that was a really good twist on it and still kept it related to like how we had the information of everything that happened. And the only thing we were missing was that there was a little boy there that witnessed everything that happened, you know, and that was yeah. Axel. Um, and I thought that. The I don't know I really like the title I think My Bloody Valentine like that was just really cool like to make a a movie that kind of centered around horror but also Valentine's Day, um, and I like that the town was like all about Valentine's and it was like Valentine's Bluffs right is that what it was called Yeah Valentine uh-huh. Bluff, and um I would have to give it a solid oh man. People are probably going to think, I, yeah, I'm going to give it a four. Like, I know, That's like, where I am like too. Mike's, like, Mike's like, he didn't like it. And I think there weren't like too many great ratings that I saw, but like, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought yeah, it was I liked really it solid. Mm-hmm. I, I like the also, characters. Yeah. They really like, even, um, fuck, what was his name that got the nail gun to the head? Or Howard uh, Hollis, Hollis. Yeah. yeah, like Hollis or Howard. Like I feel like you still got enough emotional connection to their characters. So like even when their deaths happen, you are like, mm-hmm. oh shit, that's kind of sad. And like, yeah, showing Patty grieving over him and stuff really humanized her. And then, I mean, just to have her picked off and then had to be taken in stride. But mm-hmm. I, I thought all the characters did a good job of like the acting was solid from everyone. And I thought they did a good job of having like, again, the having some emotional connection to them. So um, I really liked that. I liked, I like 
the title, like you said, and I liked mm-hmm. the title um, card mm-hmm. a lot. And I think the deaths were probably what made me give this film a four. Like I yeah. thought the dryer scene was super creative. And then the showerhead scene was my other favorite one. Yeah. Um, I really like those two deaths. The others weren't as creative, but um, still they were pretty cool. And you got, I mean, for a slasher, it gave you lots of deaths. I mean, yeah. you didn't see too much blood. You didn't see too much happen. Like I wouldn't mind seeing a remake where they did basically a shot for shot, but then actually showed a little bit more of mm-hmm. the gory details. Um, but overall, I think it was a, really solid film and i love valentine's day it's one of my favorites and mainly because red's my favorite red and pink are my favorite colors so Mm. i really like valentine's day so to have a whole thing centered around the whole shots and everything that they were getting like their decorations were also cute i again like that it was also valentine bluff and that they make such a big deal about their valentine's day dances and stuff I really like that we got the like Valentine's things with like the blood and the, the notes, the creepy notes and all that. Like, yeah. That's really, that's a really smart way to use the holiday and like make it horror. Yeah. Cause they definitely <laughs> didn't. I feel like a lot of uh, horror films like that are centered around the holiday kind of lose the aspect of the holiday within the film. But mm-hmm. this one did a good job of maintaining it the entire throughout the entirety of the film. And, and even like it being like the crux of it is being like, you can't have a Valentine's Day dance and they're having yeah. a dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was just really well done. Um, because that, I wonder, I wonder if like too like, does, so does Harry not give a shit if they have like a Halloween dance? Or like a Christmas dance, like it's just, like it's just only specifically just Valentine's. Valentine's. Just, like it just can't be Valentine's. That's all. Yeah, I guess like, because if they have it the day after, and it doesn't like, and just not call it a Valentine's Day dance. Like, like yeah. I wonder where the when Valentine's came <laughs> into play, and now they have it the day before, and it's Valentine's dance. Technically, yeah. they're not breaking the rules. Um, I'm ready for fun facts. Okay, it says in an interview with TerrorTrap.com, director George Mahaka said that the shooting location at Sydney Mines, Nova Scotia, was chosen because it's because of its rustic atmosphere um, and just how kind of dingy it was in appearance. Um, mm-hmm. It looked like a mining town. However, when the locals found out that the movie was to be shot there, they decided to spend fifty thousand dollars to have the mine painted and clean. And this was, of course, diminished the reason that the production wanted the location to begin with. And so Mahalka oh, says that $75,000 of the film's budget was used to then return the mine to its original state for shooting. That's crazy. At that point, spent, I would have just chose a different mine. <laughs> but the town spent 50000 to, is that what you just said? To yeah, make it nice? Yeah, spent $50,000 to clean up the uh. mine. That and then sucks. he had to spend $75,000 worth of his budget to return the mine to its original state. That um, feels like some failed communication there, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were like, oh, we can't have our shabby mind shown on television. And meanwhile, he <laughs> and was like, this is why like, I love it. 
I, this is why we're filming here. Yeah. Um, the film was again, shot in authentic mines, which were often as much as 900 feet underground. So not 2000, like they said, but still really deep and only certain lighting devices could be used in the mines because of the potential danger of methane explosions. That's why. So that's why a lot of the shots were so, so dark. People really could have died. Yeah. That's w- w- scary. Mm-hmm. Um, According to the makeup effects artist Thomas R. Berman, one of his gory creations was realistic enough that director George <clears throat> threw up at the sight of it. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. Uneasy tummy. The filming location of the Sydney Mines in Nova Scotia is a small Canadian coal mining town. The area was filled with closed pit mines, bootleg mines, and underground mines, which were shutting down due to economic and environmental issues. And at the time... Um, at the time of filming took place. Since then, the mine used as the Hanager mine called the Princess Colliery mine in real life has been dismantled, buried, and turned into a park slash museum. And then, oh, here we go. The folk ballad that plays over at the ending credits was added by composer Paul Zaza as an after Zaza. Zaza. The uncredited singer who, oh, does the vocal for the ballad was Scottish-Canadian tenor John McDermott. Oh, John. John. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's all the fun facts that I have for you. Wow. I love those. Um, those are really cool. That was that the, the one that got me was the $50,000 to clean it and then 75,000 to destroy it essentially. Yeah. I want like I, I wonder if like the like the townspeople they were like fuck like we're like what the fuck? We just wasted $50,000. Yeah. Yeah. Pass, pass this big initiative, use the city budget to do that, and then had to have it. I wonder if he had to clean it back up afterwards for them. Right. Or then like, or like pay them for what they spent for that. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yay. Um, hello. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's 1981, My Bloody Valentine. And those are the fun yeah. facts. And our boo ratings, it gets a solid four from your boo bays. Solid four. <clears throat> My voice cracks. A solid four from us. Yes. Um, and this uh, lovely podcast has been brought to you by the Rogue Media Network. Um, we are not in the studio anymore, but um, yeah. Uh, they are still producing you- us. They are, and you can listen to our podcast and a lot of other cool and incredible podcasts on RogueMeetNetwork.com. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to listen to our podcast, you can do so on a slew of po- podcasting platforms, the biggest two being Spotify and also Apple. But wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like, and subscribe. That's right, because that is the only way we can get ahead in this world. And then... um Make sure you tell your friends about us, even though it's not spooky season. It's spooky season all the time with us. So you can watch horror films all the time. And mm-hmm. word of mouth is one of the biggest ways we can get out there. So please yeah. do that. And yeah, leave us a review. And if you want to be um, ready for the next movie that we're going to review, um, that'll be The Strangers Pray at Night. You Strangers can watch it. Pray at Night. That's right. <laughs> Where you listen to our episode dropping next week. And then you can talk about it with us. You can talk to us. We won't hear you, but it'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And then 
if you want to reach out to us, let us know what movies, what your thoughts on Strangers Pray at Night. Um, or after that, we have we're going to be covering X. Mm -hmm. And so and if you and Pearl. So if you have thoughts on those films and you want us to read it on the podcast, reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts about them. And you yeah. can do that at Instagram on Instagram at um, our our one social media platform, and that is at at and on Instagram at Boobays Podcast, and that's at B O O B A E S because we're your Boobays, not your Boo Babes. And um, yeah, it's been a while since we've done that, hasn't it? <laughs> kind of got to yeah. get back into the groove of things. Um, we'll figure it out. Because, well, now the whole start of it's messed up because we're, we're not, as always, in the Rogue Media Network studio. So yeah. <laughs> so the whole beginning's thrown off. So we got to find a new groove. It'll be it'll be fine. Yeah, um, it'll be all right. It's funny, yeah. though, how the other episode went, like, really good. And this one is, like, definitely sounds like a first episode. Well, we had a lot of technical difficulties in this episode, too. Yeah, exactly. My exactly. audio and stuff failing and then my laptop dying and cats messing everything up so this is hopefully y'all won't hear none of that yeah this i'll just stay out here mm -hmm. from now on but okay i think that's all you guys um until next time until next time you guys bye, bye bays. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.